So in the month of December with a fire, with a fire Christmas song. Cause, cause what's today's date? It's Christmas 4th. It ain't December 4th. It's Christmas 4th. What? <laughs> the Duchess sent so, this post. It's <laughs> supposed to me. She was like, and she it gets me every time. She says, she was like, uh, today is Christmas, every December 1st. She says it's a post that says it's Christmas first today. <laughs> I, it, <laughs> right. Here's my question. Good. So after Christmas, is it Christmas 26th? Nah, it's December. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We got the Chancellor himself, Chancellor Zero in the building. What up? And of course, we have the Duke of Devonair and his Lando in the building. Please tune in to the Between Brothers podcast every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Aster.media on Instagram, uh, BTWN Bros Podcast on Twitter, and follow the TikTok page, the Between Brothers podcast TikTok page. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's Christmas, man. We in the season. We in the season of... Tis of, that motherfucker. Yeah, tis the season. <laughs> tis the season of being Debomatic. <laughs> we should change the name to the Debomatic Podcast. <laughs> That's something that Zero had coined years ago because he's uh, the charismatic one and I'm the debonair one. Uh, so we we the Debomatic brothers, but uh, zero. How was your week? Well, my week was basically basic, but yesterday, yesterday. Jesus Christ, yesterday. So 
I'm on my way to a customer's house. Mm-hmm. I get stuck behind a train not, or stuck next to a train for like 30 minutes. Mm. My my job, yeah, the job I got to go to is literally right across the train tracks. Dang. And I got to sit in this van. I was like, yo, if I could just park this van and take our equipment and just climb over this freaking train, I'd do it. But it's like, I ain't going to do that because the moment because the moment I do that, the train going to start moving and then I'm going to be stuck. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to look like a freaking hobo with uh, with uh, what's it called? Air movers on my back. So so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to um, an old co-worker on the job and I look over and there's this crack fiend looking lady. They are like walking by, staring into the van. And all right, I'm gonna adjust my hat. See how my hat looks where you can't see my eyebrows? Mm-hmm. That's how low her wig was. <laughs> I, I said to my coworkers, I was like, ew, like this lady is looking at me and had the nerve to lick her lips. She got that scully wig on her freaking head. <laughs> <laughs> you a scully wig man. <laughs> yo, he said, he said, yo, what is a scully wig? I said, I don't know, but she got it. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. it's like I never seen a wig pulled low where I never don't see your eyebrows or forehead at all. Yo. It won't even that cold outside at the moment. It's like, what are you doing? It's like freaking disgusting. It's like, yo, Damn. I I was like, yo, I wish this uh, train would actually go by. No, would um, no, I wish the train would have came back the opposite direction and ran her tail over. Because that's natural. The uh, somebody who wears their wig that low, I think natural selection really needs to be done. Yeah. Wait out. But then I get to the job finally, and I'm getting my stuff together. And this lady walks right by the van. I was like, yo, me. Yeah, cause she was stalking you, bro. Like, uh, what's it called? I kept, I, I, I put my head down, so I was like, "Don't make eye contact because they might make this left. <laughs> they might take a sharp left turn and start trying to ask you questions about stuff they know That's, nothing about, and offer you cheeseburgers." <laughs> 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 F all that. It was like, I ain't need none of that. Like, what's it called? But I had somebody else asking me, and I'm still on the phone with my coworker. So uh somebody that was standing by asked me because we we're putting on suits because I had to go underneath the house. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, um, you, um, it was like, are y'all about to clean up a house or something? Because I only see you folks put on those types of suits around here if they're about to go inside a house and clean. I was like, nope, I'm going underneath one. We go underneath that house. I'm doing the, uh, what's it called? I'm cleaning up. I'm pulling the, uh, I'm pulling the uh, insulation and vapor barrier from underneath the house. And then all I see is teeth and bones. And I said, yo, we out of here. 
teeth and bones. Yeah, it was like something died underneath that house, but it didn't look like it fully decomposed yet. So I said, when I looked, I just saw the teeth. I was like, yo, I can't do this, man. Yo, we out of here. I'm about to put this vapor barrier down. I'm going to put these fans on and we out of here. I told my coworker, look, I'm going to go get the fans. <laughs> you put the rest of the shit in this bag. <laughs> it's like, I, I made him put that shit inside the bag. I wasn't touching nothing. <laughs> oh, man. But other than that and uh, what I told you off camera, other than that, really nothing nothing else just work that's what's up man that's um i'm glad you ain't had to do that mess um i did find three dead birds though it was like that all three of them were just sitting in one spot it was inside of a freaking wall i'm like yo where did these where did these animals be coming from and dying inside of houses yo because um uh in my house uh, it was a squirrel, so oh. it was like a hole in the roof, like under the roof. Like it's oh. a roof, but it's like the underside of it. So there was a hole in there, and I don't know if it was a squirrel or a bird, but something got in there, and you could hear it in the wall. Um, and the exterminator was like, "Oh, just put up some chicken wire or something like that." And so I got some flex tape. Did that almost died doing it? Hurt my foot oh, pretty my bad. Yeah, because like the, with the ladder, you know, of course, I'm fat, so the ladder, <laughs> the ladder was you know sitting in a spot, and so like there's a bush right where the ha- side of the house is. So you know, of course, I, I put the ladder there, but and you know it felt sturdy i like wobbled it or whatever but when i Ooh. got on it with my weight the, apparently there was like a little bit of a dip so the ladder slid in this little dip hole thing and i just had to leap i had to leap <laughs> off the ladder because i was going to either eat ac or eat tree because you know, there's a huge tree trunk in the backyard too eat tree trunk or try to get as much grass as I could possibly could. So when I did the leap, because I wasn't really prepared, I didn't get my knee, you know, I didn't get my base right. So, you mm-hmm. know, so I did the leap and hit my foot on mm. the tree. And mm. that joint hurt so bad. And the Duchess almost killed herself too. That same, like maybe 20 minutes right after I did. Um, not doing that. Um, she was doing something inside the house, and busted up her leg real bad, being, you know, crazy. But um, but yeah, so you know, it is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. But but um, my week, my week was fairly uneventful. I went to Seven Eleven though, and um, I remember there was this D.L. Hughley joke on the Kings of Comedy, and he was talking about gas money, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, he'll go to get- the pump. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me get 52 cent a pump one, please. <laughs> what are you driving a lawnmower? <laughs> so that happened. Uh I walk up. Uh, I'm getting some mambas. I was like, I got some gas. I was like, let me grab me some mambas real quick before I hit the road. 
So I go in there to grab some mambas, but I couldn't find them. So this, I don't go to the 7-Eleven. Um, I don't go inside the 7-Eleven, I should say. I actually get gas from there pretty often because it's the cheapest gas in in the area. Um, I get it. But, uh, and it's by my job. So my day job. So I'm like, okay, bet. But I was like, you know, I want something sweet. Let me get some Mambas. Because the Dutch has put me on the Mambas like two weeks ago. Now I got now I got a Mamba fetish right now. Yo, them shits is delicious. Facts. So the uh, this this white guy walks in. He says, I only got a quarter mile home. Can I get a dollar ten on pump seven? I was like, did he say what I think he just said? And, you know, at first, at first I was, so my knee jerk reaction when I heard that, I said, oh, he must be filling up a lawnmower. I said that out loud because of that joke. So I, I and the guy, loud enough me, you know, because I'm a loud person, I think I was, I felt like I was loud enough for him to hear me because I wasn't really that far from the register. I was like, oh, so I was like, dang, he must be filling up a lawnmower. And so, well, actually, I know he, I know I said it loud enough for him to hear because the cashier was like, yo, you were crazy. Did you, you said the lawnmower thing? I almost busted out laughing in that guy's face. And I said, well, and that was even the most fascinating thing. The most fascinating thing was he knew the exact amount of gasoline to place in his vehicle. <laughs> To drop a quarter mile. And I was like, yo, what's it gonna do to I'll be getting paid tomorrow? This is like a Tuesday. I don't know, Jimmy, John's been in on a Wednesday, but I'm like, this is like a Tuesday. I'm like, I'll be getting paid tomorrow because he's stuck come tomorrow morning. If he like, look, I got the precise amount of nickels, dimes, and penny combination to get my behind on. With a dollar and ten cents, I would have just put a dollar in there. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that he was like, "No, one ten. and I was like, "Yo, like I, I was." He had left the what's it called before I got up to the register because I would actually put like ten dollars in there for him. But my man's was like, "I need a dollar ten. I'm like, "Look, I would have gave him like the other eight ninety. You know what I'm saying? Like, but my man. <laughs> You know, essentially being precise and everything. I ain't putting 11, 10 in this tank. <laughs> I ain't adding 10 to it. I'm just going to get them. <laughs> you going to get to 10. 10 should get you a couple days worth. Now, I don't know how much you drive, but 10 should get you a couple days worth. Uh, but, yeah, so I was like, yo, it is, yo, Joe Biden need to step up, dog. Like. I was like, I know, yeah, right? you, 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 uh, wow. That's, um, that. <laughs> precise. And, yo, I have never seen such precision outside of my man's edge up on ass yet. That <laughs> precision it took to put the Tesla edge up on had to be on the damn on the damn gas tank, yo. yo I ain't never yo. seen like that in my life. Yo, that was God. There was no planning it. 
Yo, God did, man. <laughs> I know, but I was like, yo, that's that's tough, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not making fun of him not having money because we've all been there. Yeah. It was just the precision. <laughs> yeah, because, yo, I tell you, there have been a there, – there hasn't been a day when I was – um. When I was staying in um, out in Norfolk, where I knew I was low on gas coming home, and I would purposely get on the interstate to pull over and to call a V dot to give me some gas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, really? Yeah, I'll call V dot and they give you. I thought enough you gas had to, to give them money. Nope. They give you. They give you two. They give you two gallons. And it's supposed to be just enough to get you to the uh, what's it called? Just enough to get you to the um to the next exit. Yo, them two gallons got me all the way back to the house. <laughs> all the way home. Oh, you don't know this thing is efficient. <laughs> this thing is efficient, buddy. <laughs> yo, and they, yo, and they, they began ex- like what was it? I remember one time this lady got excited. When I had got pulled over, when I pulled over, because I let her know exactly where I was, I was like, "Yeah, I'm on um, I'm on two sixty four West, and I'm at a mile sign. I think it was two seventy three point six. She was like, "Oh my goodness, you're the first person to ever let me know exactly where you were at, so we don't have to guess." <laughs> wow. Well, all I know, this- now, now that I know that, I ain't showing up. <laughs> Ever again, boy. I'm pulling over every day. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Yeah, but what's it called? It's like the thing about it is you have to be on the interstate because if you pull over and have no gas on local streets, they gonna <laughs> they gonna send us. They gonna send a what's it called? A police community service truck, and they never have gas. Oh, well, I take the interstate to get to the job anyway. So I'm like, look, man, I'm re- do you, do they do you have to show them that your tank is on E? No. So, yo, yo, two gallons? Yo, why was the people doing that with gas was five dollars a gallon? <laughs> Lord, because a lot what? not but the thing about it is a lot of people don't know it. Yeah, a lot of people don't know it because I because I I I did it on a whim. I was like, yo. I'm gonna need help. It was like, I don't know if they can tow me. And they were, I was like, look, I ran out of gas. So, oh, we'll give you two free gallons. Gave it the two gallons. Like, All right, see you later. They just needed, no. uh, I think they needed, um, all they did was, uh, all they did was have me sign paperwork saying that they, uh, that they came to uh, um, give me, yeah, put two gallons in my vehicle. Shoot, yeah, there have been times where I'd had a quarter tank, and I was like, you know what, let me just get these extra two, because I'm like, let me get these extra two gallons, because the dude is driving a Ford Explorer. Yo, I'm going to get all two of them gallons, boy. (laughs) All two. Not even both. All two of them gallons, man. I would have been filling up every day. What if you end up getting the same guy like three days in a row? He'll be like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Bro, man. You, you need gas every day, dog. Yes, I do. I the only the downside same distance. <laughs> Let me the, the, only, the, the only downside to it 
is you don't know where they are. So you can go from can waiting be, like 20 minutes to, to like yeah. hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's why All the best right. time to do it is at night. And that's a, and that and also that's why I'm I'm a, that's why any I don't care where I'm at. If I see the G dot truck, I'm pulling over and making the call. I'm be like, he wasn't going nowhere. He can make this U-turn. Or not a U-turn because he's on the interstate, but you know what I'm saying. Oh man. Exactly. He, that like, is he can hilarious. get off at that next exit. That is hilarious, man. Shoot, the worst spot, the worst spot is like getting is a Ballantine. Cause you know there's no if uh if they're on the opposite side going east. <laughs> and you you pull over at Ballantine, they ain't no way for them to get to you unless they go all the way back. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. All the way to military and then come back. Like Jesus yeah, Christ. Rough one. I mean they can get they can next exit is Brambleton, so that's not that bad. No, no, no. I mean if you Oh, on, okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. You're on Valentine and they got oh damn, I gotta I gotta go all the way. I gotta yeah. go all the way past up Broad Creek just to come all the way back. Yeah. Damn, that's tough. That's tough, man. Well, I wish I could have told my man's that. But uh, <laughs> here's what you do. You can put that quarter ten, go put that dollar ten in there, right? Interstate is because we was right at Lynn Haven Park. Interstate yeah. is right there, my G. You get two free gas. That's six. That's six thirty-two worth of gas right there. So now you got seven dollars in the I, tank. Exactly. And yes, oh I did say six thirty-two because gas at that gas station is three. 16 a gallon. That's why I said that. Now, if my man was precise, I got to give him the precision. You know what I'm saying? That's it, like a pair of Andy's clippers. <laughs> but anyways, man, let's get to these uh, let's get to these topics, man. Um, the great the great Deion Sanders is leaving Jackson State to get to the D1 school. Mm-hmm. Going, uh, I heard it's. I heard he accepted the Colorado deal. Is that yeah. true? Um, yeah. Which uh, me and Zero talked about this, and I was like, I don't know what, I don't know the, how big college football is in in Colorado, but I do know that Denver is is has a lot of money in it. So if they have a couple boosters that were from Colorado that live in Denver or live in that area they could probably get some really good recruits going to that school. The only thing is, do college football players want to play in the cold? Um, They go to Ohio State, they go to Michigan, so maybe. But, you know, all the big, the the big. But those are like super prestigious schools, though. Exactly, exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But. I'm gonna let zero, you know, kind of take 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 this topic over because I don't know too too much about it. Um, but I will say, I am slightly disappointed that he left the um, the the HBCU, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't 
we don't want to have, um, you know, we wanted to have a great coach and so, somebody who can build up the HBCUs to where they could compete with those D1 schools, those big D1 schools, um, because they're getting the better recruits and things of that nature. Um, but, you know, this is essentially a promotion for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Going from a HBCU, that's what, FCS or Division One AA, I think they called it back in the day, Division mm-hmm. Two school to a Division One Power Five conference. Um, I, th- I think they, I think they actually were Division One. They just weren't Power Five conference. I don't know too much about college football. I don't follow it. Um, but uh, Zero, I guess, what are your thoughts on the whole? Even he's even got a little bit of backlash for it too, um, for leaving Jackson State. But what do you think about what has happened in the meantime? I mean, he's prime. It's like you know. I didn't really like the fact that he was leaving for a school like Colorado. But the thing about it is, like you said, it's a promotion. Um, you have to start somewhere and then move up the ladder. I do understand trying to build these schools up. We had trying to build these, uh, build these schools up and everything. But sometimes you just have to Sometimes you just have to move on from current situations. But here's my p- issue with because I think um, somebody mentioned it. I can't remember who it was that got on my nerves when I heard it. It was it was basically the Eric B. Enemy situation. Now you know, everybody talk about how Eric Bieniemy, he's the one running the offense in uh, Kansas City. He's the one calling the plays. Well, he's not really running the offense, but he's the one calling the plays and everything. He's the one that works closely with Patrick Mahomes and everything. But then whenever he comes up for a coaching job or for a head coaching job, all of a sudden all this negative stuff start coming out. It's the same thing with Dion. Because um, Dion had this thing called the uh, Prime U Prep, mm-hmm. and that wasn't that ended up not being successful. Folks started bringing up that uh, does he really need to go to a D one to a Power Five uh, school because um, the Prime U Prep school didn't uh, well, it wasn't successful. And it was like so. So my thing is here. Here's my problem. Here's the thing about it. So when he got hired at um, at Jackson State, nobody thought nobody thought to even talk about that. But as soon as he's about to as soon as he's about to accept the job at Colorado or South Florida, because South Florida was the other school, now we want to talk about that. Now we want to talk about his prime use situation, and it just and it was like it reminded me of a lot of things when somebody said that because it's like okay. When a black man is trying to move forward, all of a sudden you want to bring up all the negativity that comes with him, or that that may that may have came up in his past. I think that was the only negative thing was that the prime use situation because Eric Bieniemy is like all of it. He's like, oh, he's a great coach; he deserves to be a head coach. And then all of a sudden, 
when he's when his name comes up in head coaching situations, all of a sudden here here we go. Um, you don't know. He's like you, he's not the one that orchestrated the offense. He had a domestic violence situation that like nobody can grow from anything. But you got. And I think I talked to uh, Sean about it before. I was talking about the Hall of Fame because um, with the Hall of Fame, I said the writers take over the voting. And you notice how there's certain players that had to wait. Uh, Chris Carter had to wait because Chris Carter wasn't or, – or Art Monk had to wait because uh, – or no, Art Monk had to wait because his numbers were being uh, passed over. Chris Carter had to wait because he wasn't really a guy that uh, was uh, really too keen with the media. That was the same thing for uh, Sterling Sharp. Um, Terrell, when Terrell Owens was up, the Terrell Owens was up. He went from he went from first ballot Hall of Famer to all oh, his antics is the reason why he had to wait a few years, even though I would believe is your play on the field. Rand, yeah, uh, Randy Moss. They said. It's like a uh, Randy Moss. If if he never went into the media and became a media darling and became yeah became what he is when it comes to uh, the football stuff, he probably would have had to wait because mm-hmm. that's because that's how petty they are. But then I mentioned the fans. I said if the fan no not even the fans the players if the players did it, I don't even think the players would even allow folks to go in on the first ballot. What's his name? Warren Sapp said Mark Michael Strahan is not a Hall of Famer. And I was like, it better not be because of the 22 and a half sack situation because you don't blame Michael Strahan for that. You blame Brett Favre because Brett Favre was the one who handed him the record. You know, you know, you don't, you know, you don't blame the good old boys. Yeah, you know, it's like, but yeah, that's the problem. It's like, and my thing is, if you don't think he's a Hall of Famer, what's your criteria for a Hall of Famer? Because what makes, what, well, we know Chris, we know what Chris Carter's is. Everybody in the Hall of Fame. He giving out the Hall of Fame. I'm like. saying it was like, <laughs> like, like Lando, just because you made that TikTok, you go to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it was like this box of juju fruits on my desk. You go to the Hall of Fame. Like it's like, and I said even the players would even do uh when probably pull some nonsense like that. It's like, so who votes? The fans are going to be biased and a whole team's like, the fans are going to be biased and a whole team is going to go to the freaking uh, Hall of Fame who yeah. don't need to. Remember when the remember when the fans tried to vote Zaja Pachulia into the uh, All-Star game? So the so the uh so the Warriors will have their entire starting five on there? Unbelievable. Yeah, ex- so it's like so it reminded me it reminded me of that. It's like, why is it that all these that his transgressions mean really that he doesn't deserve? Yeah, it's like it like it was something failed because it's like because it shows I mean, the everybody biasness. fails. Exactly. But it shows the biasness because like I said, you, you get on Terrell Owens for what was the worst thing Terrell Owens has done? Do sit-ups in his driveway. Brett Favre was sending was sending uh member picks. Yeah, in his yeah. Wrangler G, yeah, he yeah. had stuff hanging out his Wranglers to a to a female intern. All of a sudden, we swept that under the rug like we were trying to uh 
like uh what's it called mary um like mary bobbins on the simpsons like just start tossing everything underneath the carpet and shit it was like you it was like how how he held the packers hostage because he did he wanted to retire but he but the essential thing was he did not want to go to training camp that's why he did it he didn't want to go to training camp all of a sudden training camp is over you know what i want to play but nobody wants to hold that against him because it's because it's good old Brett Favre. It's like look at all the look at all the zany shit that he does. But you know, <laughs> what do we know? But but Prime has Prime you go under, but then makes but then makes um. And the reason why it went under was because like people who um I guess who were like running it financially weren't putting the kids first they were putting the money first and he's like, no, I want, like, we need to do this for the kids. It's like, so the fact that he even attempted to do something noble should be the reason why you hire him. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, he, it's like, what, what, and what do you think? Because he becomes a head coach of uh, Colorado, all of a sudden Colorado's going to, Colorado's going to fall apart and fall off the face of the earth. It's like, chill out. It's like every time somebody, Every time somebody notable is ready to move up in the world, all of a sudden here comes all this negative stuff that you just want to pull out of your ass. It's like chill out. Let the man like, like the man made Jackson State go from you went. He's like you went to that college to pulling the number one recruit in the freaking nation you and being the two time SWAT champion. Do you think he's going to go? With yeah, like three. I think like three or four. Uh, three or four. Jackson State uh, commits decommitted after uh, he left. After he left, and I think they're gonna follow him to Colorado. That's good. It's like yo, like, like why is it that every time a, a black man is go, is do is moving up in the world, he's gonna do something for himself? All of a sudden, here comes here comes. Uh, here comes everybody trying to tear him down and make it sound like he don't deserve to get. Like, who the fuck are you to be telling who 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 does and doesn't deserve anything? He worked his ass off everywhere he's gone. What the hell makes you think that he won't do that in Colorado? But everybody wants, but but nobody bat an eye like Hugh Freeze, who was paying players at uh, Ole Miss just got a job nobody cares about that nobody's bad at eye about that bobby mm. petrino bobby petrino he not only did he have extramarital affairs with his wife he also it was like he ran out on um on louisville i think twice and was unsuccessful as an nfl coach he wasn't even man enough to tell his players that uh that he was leaving lied about not going to uh going to arkansas He's like, oh, I'm not interested in the Arkansas job. I'm not interested in the Arkansas job. Thirteen weeks into the season, you go to Arkansas. Like, but, like, but nobody if you says leave, anything about at that least shit. not. At least don't like you know. Like it's kind of like um, like uh, like when dude dudes be like, yo, I broke up with my girl. I had or I've met guys who it's like you know you see him a few months, few years later, and you're like, oh, you know what's good with you? You catching up with him? Like, oh, you know uh. Like, oh, well, how's your girl? And like, oh, we broke up. So, oh, dang, man. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. They'd be like, oh, you know, it's a good thing, man. You know, she's she was crazy, man. She kept, you know, accusing me of cheating, um, of cheating on her. 
and it's like, oh dang, that's like that's messed up, man. Like, yo, he's like, yo, I, let's say, let's say he, he most of them lie. I wasn't even doing nothing. She get t- she get telling me she gets accusing me of cheating on her with Bridget. And it's like, you, oh dang, that's you crazy. cheat on your, you cheat on somebody with a girl <laughs> named Bridget. You. <laughs> I don't know. I I I I I don't know. I just, but I was like, but then you like, oh well, you know, hit me up on Facebook or something like that. And you said they in a relationship with Bridget. Like, all right, look, <laughs> you can't get into the relationship with the exact chick she thought she was cheating on her with. <laughs> like that just va- I, even if nothing was happening, that just validates what everybody was <laughs> questioning you about. What do you mean? Yeah, it was like, you I'm know, not with Arkansas, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not flirting with Arkansas. <laughs> all of a sudden you yelling, three, all of a sudden, all of a sudden now you fucking yelling pig suey at a press conference. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Boy. And, the, and left a that's note a in everybody's boy. locker. It was like, you a hoe for doing that. You know, oh, you ain't writing oh. no individual letters. Like, it's like you made 52 copies. That's if now you made 53 copies, and that's even if you uh included the uh coaching staff or any of the practice squad players. It was like you just you just put notes in their locker and said, All right, I'm out. I'm, I'm and, you, and, and you want to know what also is a big example of that? What's his name? How you sweep, even though Nick Saban has been Nick Saban has been successful at Alabama, they swept that shit under the rug when he was uh when he quit early, when he was at, um, when he put, when he was coaching, um, Miami coaching Miami. And he said, he was, he said, I don't know why everybody keeps on saying that I'm interested in the Alabama job. I don't want the Alabama job. All of a sudden he had Alabama. It was like, but, but see how many national championships he won. People probably don't even remember that he did that. But, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing. It's okay. If you win though, like the other guy, the other guy, (laughs) The other guy, you ain't even made it to a championship. You can't be out here losing. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. It's it like, is you know, is. And, and that, that's my thing. It's like, I feel like that's the problem. It's like, it's like, well, he winning. It's like, it's a better job. Like, I know he's winning. I'm just saying, you can't leave <laughs> to go to a worse job. Like, you quit your job to go to a worse job. But like he he left for the better job. He's the most powerful man in Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Like he that's a good move. And now don't don't get me wrong. And but here's the thing though. Uh-huh. When it comes to that, now Bobby Petrino is a better example than Nick Saban. The reason why I'm saying that is because if, if Nick Saban were to go back to the NFL, then that's when it becomes a problem where it's like if he automatically gets hired, it's like, wait, hold on. But Eric Bieniemy been putting in all this work, da 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 da. All these other NFL coaches have been putting in all this work. This dude abandoned an NFL team to go back to college. There's nothing. Matter of fact, he's not. You know, he he hasn't been winning in college for the last couple of years or whatever. Um, but it's like, all right, now that he's starting to do bad in college, you think he's about to come back to the NFL and do well? Like that don't make sense. So it's just like so, and you know, and we all we have a history of him bouncing on his team. You definitely can't, excuse me, can't have that a second time. So that's why I, that's why I say Bobby Trino is a better example because he 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 got uh, he's getting 
other college jobs while having all types of transgressions in his checkered past. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and I just feel like I just feel like the um, to to do that to Dion when Dion hasn't Dion hasn't done anything but to go to but go to a program and bring them up from the cellar and have them win two back-to-back SWAC championships. And the last one, them going undefeated. Mm. All he did was win. And y'all and y'all y'all got the nerve to bring up a prep school that wasn't even his fault, the reason why it went under. Yeah. It's like it's like anytime somebody Anytime somebody with our melanin wants to go ahead and move up and do something and uh, and do and do be successful, all of a sudden here comes everything. It's like the dude. It's like a what's it called? It's like a, a um, the the black dude that saved those two that those saved the uh, the three girls from being kidnapped. Yeah, saved the, the three girls from being kidnapped. I think in Philly. And all of a sudden, when they brought him up, they decided to bring up his uh, criminal past instead of instead of um, instead of praising him for. Or even when what was it? What's her name? That chick, uh, Malika Andrews, I think. Brought up a dude that was the um, that's the interim coach of the uh, Celtics. How she just had to bring up. His um his uh criminal history, even Jeez, though that had, and that's just, that's even sadder. It's like she had to bring up his criminal history I to make what Stephen point Smith whatsoever. When she, I forget, I forget what the conversation was. It was a women thing, and Stephen A. Smith like, oh, it was about the Ine Udoka thing, and she. <laughs> He was like, look, <laughs> he shut her down so bad. He was like, look, I, I take offense to what you just said, and here's why. Like, you ain't about to come on my show and put words in my mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead and put set it straight, Stephen A. And she had to walk it back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, th- this is – this is – um. this is – this is unfortunate because, like, there there's certain, like – athletes or people who like they 100% deserve that you know what I'm saying like for example um Antonio Brown is a great example like everywhere you've gone there's been issues we can't continue to like I, I still see people defending for God knows why and I'm like everywhere you've gone there's been issues and it's just like we can't believe that you but like even if there was an issue with um with the prime academy um Deion Sanders has clearly um like learned from that and developed a program so it's just like you know so it, it's like it it has been what the they used to say that these sports was what have you done for me lately? But mm-hmm. it's never about what have you done for me lately. It's only about when it comes to black coach, black coaches or black athletes. It's about what have you done in history? And then where if and you can't have any flaws in your history, 
because we're going to bring them up. Like, for example, people were trying to tell the world that Floyd Mayweather shouldn't be able to make as much money as he did against Manny Pacquiao because he had the domestic violence situation that was like eight, nine years prior to that fight. It's like, mm-hmm. no, maybe it might have been six years. It's like, yo, like Floyd's been putting, Floyd's been doing this, this, and the other. He hasn't had any incidents since. What are we talking about? How are we, and matter of fact, it's funny because Floyd Mayweather, you know, I think he had opened a boutique for the, for the baby, the baby's mother and everything like that. So it's just like, like he was actually like, helping her run businesses and stuff. So they were able to mend their relationship. I, I think I think she was the one who passed away. I'm not 100% sure. But like, they did a, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they were to mend their relationship. He was able to have a good, have a successful career or stuff, or it's similar to like the Chris Brown situation. Like people still bring up the Chris Brown, Rihanna thing. Rihanna is a billionaire who's, you know, has a child or I think she had the child. I don't know if she had the child or if she's still pregnant. Has a child, has a new relationship with somebody that she loves. Chris Brown got his thing going on. Why are we bringing up stuff from 2011 or whatever the hell that is every time Chris Brown shows up? You know what I'm saying? But, but, um, but, I, you know what? That actually makes me think of the Jerry Jones thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's that's the justice in it. It's like, look, they keep bringing stuff up about us from thirty to five thousand years ago. Why can't we do it to them? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even think about that last week when we talked about it on the podcast. But you bringing that up makes me, you know, makes me reflect on that. I mean, I'm not walking back what I what I said, but it's more understandable now that we're having this conversation. Because it's like, dang, the, the one was Prime Academy, like 2010. Like, good lord, the dude is a the dude is a champion, a conference two time conference champion, and he's clearly developed, you know, uh, players and athletes to do well, do do great. They they're the college the athletes are graduating well, you know, and, and having lives outside of football. What are we talking about? Isn't that what yeah. it's about? Not, not that, when a dude wants it? to advance. Not when it not when a black man wants to advance, apparently. Um like I said, it, there's a difference between a you know what they say. The the is it this used to happen on I think they used to ask this on Mike and Mike back when that used to come on a lot in the morning. It was is it a blip or a trend? Like they like a blip in the radar doesn't mean anything. It's the trend that means something. So why are we talking about this? Like this is some, like I said, Antonio Brown is every, you know, it's like every six months he got something going on, you know? Um, uh, uh, who was it? Um, I can't think of any other athletes off the top of my head right now, but like, you know what I'm saying? Antonio is the one that stands out because he just got into something, but it's just like, yo, if you, if everywhere you go, there's issues, 
then because you know like like even with Terrell Owens like when I think about his career the only time I think about something being negative when it came to him was in Philly so it's just like you know I don't can't think of any uh, well I guess um the whole is Jeff Garcia gay thing that came out or I remember that in San Francisco and he was like if it walked like a duck, I mean, quack like a duck I mean, what's it called? It's like Krispy Kremes. Let's get a box. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't say it. You can't say it like you can't that. Sound like not ask no like, questions. <laughs> I know. It's like Krispy Kremes. Let's get a box. It was like I, you were better off not being mic'd up. He's like, you have any gum? It's like, so nobody wants fresh breath? Like, Shut up. Like, that overrated bastard. How you get a $23 million dollar contract and get cut nine games later? Because <laughs> NFL con- contracts are written on toilet paper. That's why. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so we move. We move from that. <laughs> I'm sorry that y'all gonna have to listen to rants on podcast. <laughs> but you you know what? Like, I I want to say something. I got a friend of mine. You know, he, we 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 used to argue a lot. We're still friends. We're still great friends. We used to argue a lot, and he used to always like try to be right, and I used to always try to be right. And the thing is, I'm I'm when it comes to things, I'm right more than I'm wrong. But I don't want to say, act like I'm I'm a genius or I'm never wrong. But I'm right. I'm I'm right. If, even if you ask the Duchess, like she she even gets upset with me. It's hard to have a woman admit that you're right all the time. We are all of us as men understand this, and even she admits, like, yo, I hate that you're always right. So I'm like, so you know, we would have these arguments or whatever, and you know, he'll. And I'll kind of tell him the truth and he'll get upset. It was like the same. It was like a cycle. Tell him the truth about himself or the situation. He'll get upset. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. This and the other. Then a couple of weeks later, he'll call me and be like, pretty much tell me that everything I said that was going to happen, happened. Now, it's not like I'm, I'm, you know, some people might be like, oh, well, you spoke this into the universe. So that's why it happened. And it's like me saying one thing one time has less effect on the universe than what he constantly says to the universe, says to God, says to, you know, the, the powers that be that control these things. So, mm-hmm. but I, I'm like, there's a pattern of behavior. So I'm following the pattern. I'm not following, like, like it's like, if I didn't know you as a person, maybe what I would say would be wrong, but that's not the case. Cause I know how you are as a person. 
I know you as well as I know anybody. And because of your patterns of behavior, these are the results that have happened. And, you know, it's history repeating itself. So it's not that I'm right because I'm a genius. I just followed the trend. Why do I say that? Why do I lead with that? Because I told y'all about Kanye. <laughs> I told y'all about Kanye. I can't. I, I'm if I, I I'm gonna try to make a clip of this, but I'm gonna po- put it in there because I said this weeks ago. Kanye is the coon that y'all all accused Jay Z of being when he did the deal with the NFL. I have seen black people speak negatively about Jay Z, Beyonce and many other people who have actually stood up for black people. Kanye says one thing from what the black Israelites have been preaching and all of a sudden he's the guy that we should stand next to. Why am I talking about Kanye this week? Well, he got on an interview talking about Jewish people, saying that he liked Hitler, uh, saying that he likes Hitler, And who is by his side? Who's the person who's co-signing him? Was it another black man? No. And me, myself, and Charlemagne the God said that he seeks white validation more than anything. Who does he align himself with? Was it another black man? No. Was it a leader in the black Israelite um, religion? No. It was a known white supremacist, a white nationalist that hates black people, that hates Jewish people, that hates Native American people or indigenous people, but they have aligned themselves with each other on some, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So do y'all really think that he was talking black Israelite stuff or was he actually talking white supremacist stuff? Didn't didn't I say he was a black skinhead? This dude aligned himself with a skinhead. I told y'all he was a black skinhead. I told y'all this. I'm like, I don't know how often Somebody has to smack you in the face with who they are in order for y'all to see it. Have y'all ever said, have y'all ever heard with, with Kyrie Irving? I don't, I don't rock with what Kanye, Kyrie was doing. Have you ever heard me say he was anti-Semitic? No. Have you ever seen me say that he was a coon? No. Have you ever seen me say that he didn't stand for, uh, that he didn't um, rock with black people? No. Even though what I what I what him posting the thing and the message that is sent throughout America, throughout the world, the message that it sent or the interpretation that he let happen. Why do I say he let happen to it? Because you you just don't post things with no context. 
You just don't do that. And you don't leave things up for interpretation. That's why I mentioned in, in past, I don't remember which episode it was, but in the past, in the past, that we didn't need Martin Luther King. We didn't need to speak for Martin Luther King. We didn't need to speak for Malcolm X. We didn't need to speak for, we don't need to speak for Louis Farrakhan. We don't need to speak for many of these um people, these people in the black community who are um who are supposed to be leaders in the community. We didn't need to speak for them, but we needed to, we needed to train. Kanye West knows the English language. Kyrie Irving knows the English language. Colin Kaepernick knows the English language. They can articulate themselves. But you never heard me say, and also I don't even rock with Colin Kaepernick. You never heard me call him a coon. You never heard me call him a sellout. You never heard me say anything about that. The one person that is of my complexion that I have said is that, and I don't call black people coons just for doing whatever, is Kanye West. Kanye West is not for us. When, like, like y'all, y'all hate, y'all hate other races so much that you're just gonna align with people who don't care about you y'all align with Kanye because he was saying negative things about Jewish people that doesn't erase all the negative things he said about black people. He has said, he has said way more. If you look at the history of things that he said that were against a culture, he didn't say white people don't care about black people. He said, George Bush don't care about black. But let's say from George Bush don't care about black people till now. I guarantee you, you'll hear him say a lot more. If we listed everything he said, there was a lot more things that were against black people, black people as a race or black individuals more than anything else. Kanye West is true black on black crime. Kanye West is the definition of black on black crime. I don't even think black people murdering black people is, is black on black crime. Why do I say that? It sounds crazy, right? The re I've said this before. The reason why I don't believe that black on black crime is real is because all races kill each other at, it's at the highest rate. Black people kill black people more than any other race. Hispanic people kill Hispanic people more than any other race. White people kill white people, Asian people kill Asian people. Why? Because if you look at your neighborhoods, they're usually mostly whatever complexion you are. Usually. If you look at your friends list on Facebook, you're 95% likely to be killed by somebody you know. That, that is the highest probability of being killed, murdered is by somebody you know. Look at your friends list. You can pull up your friends list and one of those people have the, are the highest probability of killing you. If your friends list is mostly your complexion, I mean, the data shows it. If your friends list is mostly other complexions, the data shows it. 
So that's why I don't believe that. But what Kanye West is doing is black on black crime. And the reason why I say that is because like somebody who grew up in the hood, if I, if somebody killed somebody else is usually over some nonsense, but it's usually because that person might've done something to them, whether it's a good reason or not, it's usually because that person did something to them. Black people done nothing but support Kanye West. And he still antagonized us. I have a, I, I mentioned on the podcast that I have a Facebook friend and she said that Stephen A. Smith was Uncle Ruckus. And I said, just because you don't agree with certain things, do not call that man that because he's done, he's actually done things for black people. He does a lot for black people. Stephen A. Smith, even I put it out there. And Stephen A. Smith, he ended up putting it out there himself about all the money that him, he's raised for HBCUs. But y'all call him a coon because he says certain things about Black people you don't respect. I ain't never heard anybody outside of Lando call Kanye a coon. That's why I can't stand y'all. Y'all been seeing keep that same energy since 2012, but you ain't never kept that energy for Kanye. All you're doing is complaining about what other people are doing to us. I don't care what complexion they are. If they're doing it to us, F them. That's what that's the stuff that we got to stop doing, man. We got to stop making people, we got to stop making excuses for people who uh who who denigrate us. Nothing wrong, nothing, nothing against biracial marriages, interracial relationships. But Kanye was like, Oh, the, I married, I married the woman I wanted to meet. I was able to do that. He bragged about it. Bragged about hooking up with some white chick that's done nothing but exploit black men. At least what the imagery was. That's that's what to, that's what your crowning achievement was. Not marrying a beautiful black woman that would that that could support you, and, and then at the end of the day, she could she couldn't support you, and you got to pay her two hundred grand a month. So it's just like, yo, what are we doing? What are we talking about? I told y'all about Kanye. He is now aligned himself with somebody who hates us just because they both hate Jewish people. I told y'all. I, I, I need to see the Kanye post. I need to see the anti-Kanye post now. Why has my feed been so silent? Y'all were y'all were y'all were clamoring. Y'all were finding every post, and I'm calling out anybody. There's people in our in our Facebook group that post things supporting Kanye. There's there's people that I know that I love that post things supporting Kanye. 
don't do not come to me with the black power black strength black privilege nonsense y'all are not about that life y'all are about giving the racism that you've received you are not about black empowerment you're about giving the racism that you've gotten your whole life and you want payback And I understand, hey, you know, I look, I ain't somebody who sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to take the moral high ground. I constantly, look, y'all hear me. I be making fun of people on the regular. And, 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 and I've also been somebody who says, I don't, I used to not respond well to threats. I go from being from New York to being from Missouri real quick. I'm from the show me state. So I ain't somebody who, who always takes the high ground. I'm not telling nobody to take the high ground for when it comes to these things. But what I am saying is that if somebody, even if they're of our complexion, if they choose to be brainwashed to be in, in a line with the enemy, then you are my enemy. You are a traitor. You are Benedict Arnold. That's what you are. Is that simple? You can't come back. You have committed. Kanye West has committed treason to the black race. That's usually the death penalty. And I'm not saying somebody should put a hit out on Kanye. I'm saying he should be dead to us. I don't care what pro-black thing he says from here on out. You got too much of a history, again, history, trend, not a blip, trending to, and he did exactly what we all, what, what people who actually took Kanye for what he was, he did exactly what he did, what, what we all thought he was going to do, align himself with a white person again. Because that's, that's all he ever wanted. But what he started doing, he started preaching that black Israelite stuff so we can start forgiving him for all the nonsense that he was saying. Oh, well, maybe Kanye's exposing them. Kanye's exposing them. They, Kanye's exposing they. Y'all sound like, y'all sound like, y'all, like who is they? Since when did the Jewish community or the powers that be became trans? I'm sick of y'all, man. I really am. I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of you Kanye defenders. I'm sick. Like I said, you don't, just because you experience racism don't mean you have to reciprocate. That doesn't mean you have to align with people who do so. I don't care nothing about that. Racism isn't going to, and racism is not going to affect me from doing what I do. Neither is politics, neither is anything. The only thing that's going to stop me is me. So stop it. Kanye did this to himself. Kanye did not have no master plan. What part of the plan was this? Oh, you, you know, Kanye, he's out of those contracts now. He's out of those bad deals now. Watch the genius at work. Okay. And we watched him lose his family. We watched him lose... Uh, 40% of his net worth. 
We watched him. We watched him now say that he's gonna run for president. We watched him do all. Oh, this is all a part of the master plan. Now, hold on, hold on. Let's white supremacists. Let's get with him. Let's get with him. All right. What plan? What part of the plan is that? Where's the genius in that? Where's the genius in that? Expl somebody explain that to me. Where's the genius in that? No, y'all all are stupid. You you got your head so far in the so far up your butt. You got your head so far up your butt. That's not dark clouds. That's bullshit. You don't have your head in the clouds. You have your head up your ass. You're not seeing clouds. You're seeing bullshit. I'm I've I've been off Kanye for a very long time. I've been off Kanye for a very long time, and I don't listen to his music either. I think I might have a couple Kanye songs. I think I might. I think I I think I had Diamonds of Forever remix. I usually just skip to the Jay Z part. I'm sick of this dude, man. I'm sick of y'all who defend him. I need to see that kid. Y'all keep saying, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. And I said that, and I said that, sounding like Kermit the Frog, because y'all sipping y'all tea, talking about minding my own business now, like the meme used to do. Oh, now you want to mind your own business. You was all up in Kanye's business saying how genius he was and how he's getting out these bad deals and how he was really trying to make everything cheaper for the black me. Shut up. Kanye is selfish. Kanye ain't never done nothing for the black community. No, he's trying to get y'all on his side because he had nowhere to go, but now he's with his white supremacist friend now. Since when do black people make friends with white supremacists? <sighs> I, I, I'm, I'm just over it. I am truly, truly, truly over it. Yo, they aligned with a nigga that couldn't even get into sketches. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't stand y'all. I really can't stand y'all. I'm over it. I'm over it. And anybody who's mad at me, oh well, who cares? I don't. I'm just saying, like, we gotta, we we, we gotta show our true colors. We gotta show. We, we we gotta take people for who they are. We gotta stop making excuses for people. Kanye is an enemy of the black state. He always has been. Always. <sighs> That's all I had. No, I ain't got shit to say.
All right. Well, this is going. Let me, no, actually, no. Up. Let me play devil's. Let me play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Cause he good. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he good. You want to yeah, know something? That's, actually, that's I got. actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a cap on this on this. Um, Kanye West. Kanye West. Um, what he did might be actually genius. And um, what I mean by that is, like, actually, I don't even want to say it's genius. I want to say, um, I want to say that his, if if the powers that be are are the people who manipulate the media and everything like that, and Kanye constantly being on TV and having interviews and stuff where he's talking all this, this um, these uh, racially insensitive things or culturally insensitive things. Those people are marketing geniuses. Here's why. Here's why I say that. If this is true, what better to say that Black people should not have power than to show what Kanye West has turned into? You see what happens when these niggas get money? He was the richest Black man in America, according to him. And then what? And as soon as he got power, what did he do? He started trying to take out the Jews. He started saying that Hitler was cool. What better? What? And and he getting played like a fiddle. He getting played like a fiddle. F Kanye, man. Y'all ain't, he ain't never going to be on my good side. He on R. Kelly level for me, dog. I actually care about black people, though. Y'all just want to act like it. That's all y'all want to do. You do it for Facebook. You do it for Instagram. If you cared about your people, you would have been denounced Kanye West. He's an enemy. He's an enemy. And it's not even about like, oh, we should save our people. There was a lot of slaves that wanted to revolt or that wanted to escape because some Sambo ratted them out. So what did you have to do if you didn't want to get told on? You had to take them out. I need to see somebody post that Kanye West is Uncle Ruckus before I do. Anyways. Why people are drawing to be right? Yeah, look, he got the pledge furniture cleaner all up in his nostrils. He probably sprayed on himself for cologne. Coon ass nigga. F Kanye, yo, for real, man. F Kanye. Somebody, somebody need to wire his draw shut so maybe he can start 
talking through the wire again. And maybe, maybe then he'll get his mind back right. Anyways, let's get to these party shots before I start ranting some more. Because he pissed me off. What you got, Zero? My parting shot. If you're going to wear a wig, make sure your forehead could be exposed. Because I don't know. I don't know what these people be out here doing. With that, with that scully wig pulled all the way down and shit. Yo, if you're going to wear a wig, make sure your forehead is exposed. It's like wearing shoes with socks. Don't have your exposed Achilles out here. Tuck your eyebrows and tuck in your Achilles. Um, my parting shot is, um, I had to actually explain, had somebody explain to me the Balenciaga thing, um, about that. Cause that initially I didn't understand it. And then the Duchess kind of broke it down for me and I still didn't understand it. And I, you know, started thinking about a lot of the talking points she had and I was able to come around to where, where it was coming from because initially I didn't think about it and I was like well you know if you're a sicko like it don't matter what you do with children like as far as if you if you portray them or if you display them if you're a pedophile you're gonna get you're gonna find ways to get turned on by it anyways so like you know we we've seen women who are fully clothed and you know, like, you know, Muslim garb. And if you can see their boobs through their garb and you like boobs, it's going to turn you on anyways. Isn't that like nothing? That's not going to change. So, um, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, 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 Balenciaga, has something I'm like I don't know what's up with this specific fashion house but Balenciaga and Gucci are a part of this fashion house so I'm like Gucci had the blackface thing Balenciaga has the predator thing I'm like when are we gonna still just keep wearing their stuff oh like I'm I'm, I'm curious where's the where's the boycott Balenciaga post? I haven't seen those either. I'm seeing that they're that they condone child pornography. I haven't seen the boycott them though. And Cardi B He's has like what you said earlier. We like know what you said earlier. They sipping they tea. They sipping they tea minding their business. And look, maybe I just don't have enough Facebook friends or followers. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm just like, it is what it is. Um, so Balenciaga, um, as far as all that's concerned, I can understand kind of where Balenciaga is coming from, but you got checks and balances for a reason. And um, 
you should be you should hold yourself accountable and um as far as i'm concerned i've never bought balenciaga i think all their stuff is ugly but they'll never get a dime out of me they on r kelly status <laughs> r kelly kanye who aligned with balenciaga who was you know who is who had who 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 had his his school have Balenciaga clothes? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all were saying that Jay Z was a predator because he went to an island once. I'm just saying, Kanye was in cahoots with this industry with this specific fashion label for a few years. I'm just saying, keep that same energy. And I'm not saying that he's doing anything. I'm just saying, like, why is it that there's no correlation between the two? Him and Kim K. And Kim K was like, oh, no, I've spoken to them. She like, look, they still cutting me a check. F what y'all got to say. But anyways, let's end this on a good note. We can leave this episode with smooth Christmas music from The Temptations. We love y'all. Thank you all for your support. We'll see y'all next week. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>